WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Appreciate you being here on the program this morning and certainly appreciate my guest coming on to uh, uh, talk all things fishing as well, and that is uh, Tackle Terry Tuma. Good morning, Terry. Welcome uh, welcome back to the show. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on this morning. Well, good morning to you, Kevin, all of our listeners. Yes, it's always uh, great to visit with you and and chat. Yes. Well, yeah, and and we were talking here on the uh, in the break before the the program here and uh you were talking we we, we you've got some uh you were you were looking at some pretty new products that uh that are coming out. That uh that that that's always fun to uh to get a peek at the the new stuff. Oh, you sure is. Yes, and I was at Clam uh, Pro Day yesterday, Kevin, and that is an introduction of the new products. And some of the products, and we'll just start uh, with a few of them. There's going to be more, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one was the uh, Katina rod, uh, which is a full graphite rod, right around a $60 price point just for the rod itself. You can get it with a, uh, equipped with a reel also, but uh, a full fiberglass rod, and very, very impressive, the handle and so forth. And then what really caught my eye was what's called a midnight uh, meat rod and it is all fiberglass and it's got a real strong backbone but i think the biggest plus kevin too is that now with this fiberglass they can extend that tip so it's real real fine without uh, being uh broken uh graphite if you uh with real cold mm-hmm. weather you can uh you know it'll uh, show you say sort of uh just crack and uh, break apart if you will the tip will mm-hmm. uh sort of um, which I see sort of fracture, and this is going to prevent that. But very, very uh, a good rod that I'm really going to uh, give it a try. And then, of course, you got uh, last year the scepter rods, and they're about the same. That's a um, higher-end rod, but unbelievably um, good for finessing fish. The feel is good. The other, and I already had a comment this morning, is the pinhead minnow, which is a, a favorite among many, many anglers, and they have dropped the pinhead minnow, the lead construction, and now onto zinc alloy. And the, the one side that sort of is uh, becoming of interest, they got a 132nd ounce, Kevin, mm. which is extremely small, but it's going to be ideal for fishing sunfish. Wow, cool. And yeah, and it's. That, and, and then I should mention, Kevin, too, is that uh, they have come out with uh, several new uh, fish houses. And uh, what's, again, what's really interesting, and I already ordered one, the, uh, it's a fish trap, the new XC design. It's totally different design. And it, the door is, uh, of course, in the front, but it's real uh, tall door, if you will, so you can walk right into it. Mm. Uh, very easy to enter, and you got a lot of headroom. Oh, nice, nice. And I'm, yeah, and, and oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm no, and you can stand up, and also there was a lot of comments made about setting the hook. You're not going to hit the, the, the roof of the fish house. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's, uh, I, I can, yeah, I can see that. And yeah, and, 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 and having, uh, uh, you know, looked at, at several of those, uh, the, the clam products, uh, over the years or whatever, yeah, they, uh, their their shelters uh, they make some really top high quality high quality products. Uh, yeah, yes, and Kevin, one thing I should mention that uh, as of uh, uh, yesterday, you can go online and you can review and uh, look at all the new products. Oh, great! Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'll have to uh, 
uh, have to check that out on the uh, the Clam website then. So that's uh, that's great to see. So get uh, yeah, it really is. I'll, although I'm not I, nothing nothing personal. I don't know how how terribly excited I am to be thinking about ice fishing when it's still August, but and it's 80 no, degrees that, out. But <laughs> well, that's exactly right, uh, Kevin. You know that is what that individual mentioned to me this morning. Exactly what you just said. And uh, but also uh, um, value is that if you do have a a specific item that you do want to yeah. purchase, uh, purchase ahead of time. Don't wait till mm-hmm. December, but you may not get it; it'll be out of stock. That's true, and that 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 is true. And and I, I think we talked about that uh, uh, when we we talked earlier this year. Was that uh, you know you know with the the supply chain and stuff, and uh, finding finding you know those products and things like that. You know, when you see it, buy it and get it, get it purchased, and 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 don't worry about, you know, yeah, it is August, but if you want to get your ice fishing stuff now, get it now. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, or shortly after. I think it'll be released to the general public. Some is already, but it should be in the mm-hmm. stores, uh, depending on the store locations, of course, and so forth. But I think we can start to look for those items sometime in September. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly, and uh, um, yeah, it'll it'll be here before we know it. But yeah, it's definitely but yeah. Uh, don't rush it, right, Kevin? Because we got a lot yeah. of fall fishing is the best time to go fishing, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, uh, uh, same here, same here. Yeah, you know, you got the weather in our favor. You got less fishing pressure, boating pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, fe- uh, fish are feeding. A lot of good food sources out there. So it's a, just an opportunity to get out and ba- bass fish, uh, walleye fish. Mm-hmm. And of course, sunfish and crappies. Exactly, exactly. And that was one of the things that I, I did kind of want to talk to you about here too. Was that is there anything that that you sort of uh, and I was kind of when I kind of started the program I was 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 kind of kidding around that that uh, my indicator that that we're we're getting to fall fishing or whatever is high school high school football has started now so. Uh, now we're into the, we're into fall patterns now. It's high school football season, so we're it's it's time now for fall fishing. So, but I'm, and I was kind of kidding, but uh, in, in all seriousness, too, what uh, you know are what do you sort of see as indicators that we've sort of made that shift? We've sort of made that transition, you know, from the summer to the fall. What sort of things? You know, should anglers be looking for in general, not necessarily, you know, and we can maybe dig down deeper into to specific, you know, species or whatever. But, you know, what sort of things should should anglers be looking for in terms of of, you know, conditions or, you know, specifics that that, you know, it's like, OK, maybe I need to adjust my game here a little bit. Well, generally speaking, given that's really a good question, it's water temperature. Uh, that's the main ingredient. You know, we'll be f- uh, facing, uh, first of all, uh, the fall turnover, then the uh, cold water period. I divide that into two different sections. Uh, but generally speaking, when you have the turnover, which takes a place about 57, 58 degrees, uh, just prior to that turnover, it, you can have some very, very productive fishing. And then right after the turnover, also, that's when uh, the fish really start to become extremely active. That's going to really uh, pertain to all species of fish, but that's usually a uh, very good t- sign uh, of catching these fish. And generally, uh, too, when the water temperatures start to get into that uh, 
uh, mid sixties uh, type of range. Um, even you know it's going to vary, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Anywhere sixty two, sixty eight degrees. That's a good sign that we're starting to see that uh, pattern shift into that. Uh, uh, what I call a fall pattern or cold water pattern, uh, but you can have some very, very good uh, fishing. One is going to be fish locations. Uh, the other is food sources uh, are all in green. You know, God, you know, some of the lakes are going to have a lot of weed die off. Uh, there's going to be green weed on several lakes. Uh, the fish can uh, move up uh, quite a bit shallower, but also, too, is that they're not only going to be shallow. They can also be dropping down real deep. We've caught walleyes in the fall in some very, very deep water. And so here again, it's just it really the cooler temperatures and the abundance of food sources start to really trigger these fish. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, and again, it, it – that that okay. That's the uh, that that's kind of the the, the chief indicator too. And it, and it it would and I'm assuming it would would vary as well. There's some variances with you know lakes versus you know river conditions. Say here on the Mississippi or you know uh, uh, lakes that kind of that kind of thing as well. Oh, definitely yes. And you know here too. You know it. You know we can call it a fall bonanza, Kevin. Mm-hmm. But then, too, you can have some days where you're going to really struggle out there. Uh, and that's something you just have to really accept. Uh, it's not going to be every single day you're going to have some unbelievable fishing. That's not the case. But you're going to be um, um, a little bit of a handicap, if you will, uh, where one day is going to be a real tough bite. But here again, overall, it's really an awesome time, to, especially catching walleyes, crappies, and bass. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and 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 I, I think you get a, you raise an interesting point too. Is that the the weather? I think maybe is a little more variable in the fall. It it tends to you know we see a lot more you know rainy, stormy you know weather patterns tend to move through maybe a little more quickly and and you know little colder weather patterns, things like that. So yeah, I I can see see your point there where. You know, there are going to be days where it is going to be a really tough bite, and the weather will affect the bite, uh, I'm, I'm sure, uh, significantly. Yes, and that's right. And, you know, the other thing, too, is, uh, and I'll just sort of speak from experience, is that you can go to one lake and find, for instance, bass in one lake uh, where they're up shallow. Uh, you know, we hear so many comments, well, dying weeds do not hold fish. That's totally false. And then you go to a different lake uh, fishing bass the next day or even the same day, and they're deep along the green weed edge, uh, weed line. So here again, too, we have to consider the body of water that we're fishing, river or lake, and also where these fish are holding. It's so important for us. Not every body of water is identical uh, in construction or in fish. The bite itself is something we have to accept. You know, if I would have went... Uh, or would go to a lake where I stri- uh, fish strictly uh, some weed areas and not get a bite and not move around, not uh, just keep on checking different locations, it would cost anybody fish. So we have to be very open-minded. In fact, we talked about that yesterday, too, at Clam Pro Day, about uh, being extremely versatile, uh, experience are, are some of the key ingredients in catching fish today. Mm-hmm. And and when you when you you think about going out on on uh, and and we've talked about this uh, you know, during the the summer and and uh, prepping for those trips out, um, 
you know, having a game plan and, and you know, preparing the, the, the boat and having all your, you know, specific tackle for a specific species and, and having, you know, preparing for that. Are, are you kind of changing the game plan uh, a little bit or, or cha- changing your preparations for that? Are you bringing th- different things? Are you making, you know, adjustments to that plan or are you kind of sticking to that, that same plan as far as, as preparations go in terms of, you know, lure selection and, and you know, I'm, you know, I'm assuming you're, you're still bringing like, you know, the same rods and, and reels and things like that. But, you know, are you, are you making different lure selections, things along those lines that, um, you know, in terms of tackle to when, when you're headed out? Uh... Yes, Kevin. Um, I, to a certain point, yes. Uh, you know, if I uh, anticipate we're going to have really uh, good bites, so it's going to be, you know, using lures that are going to be uh, accommodating to that t- uh, species and that bite. So, yes, there are some changes in tackle, but also, too, uh, you know, and you want to match that tackle to the rods and the species, of course, like we always yeah. have talked about. But, yes, there are going to be some changes. You know, I think, you know, uh, you know where are these fish? And that's where we have to really... Uh, understand, you know, why are they there and what are they doing, and then our tackle has to match that. You know, just to go out, you know, like the fall pattern, like if you're fishing an inland body of water, just say, uh, for instance, Lake of the Woods, for instance, well, mm-hmm. crankbaits and uh, crawler rigs are going to catch these fish, but also, too, this is going to be a time frame where you're going to need to switch over to jigging. You know, jigging in a you know in, in frozen bait or jigging leech or whatever it may be. So yes, there are definitely some uh, factors. I think, especially fishing bass and especially fishing uh, walleyes. And here too, uh, you know, we get to that certain point where the water temperatures have to really cool way, way down. Uh, it's going to maybe something that's going to be a little bit more uh, of a, not quite as much of a reaction bite, if you will. But yes, there definitely are changes. In fact, somebody already asked me this morning about vertical jigging for for walleyes using like the uh, rapala snap wrap or something of that sort, mm-hmm. uh, which you can have some great success. So yes, you do need to adjust uh, accordingly. Um, you know. Bulkier plastics for bass can be extremely productive. A stepping up in size of a crankbait for bass can be extremely productive. Okay, and and, and that that kind of leads me into into my next question. Then, in terms of, of lure size, you know, with with fall fishing and the fish being more aggressive and the fish being more, you know, being more active, if to a certain extent, uh, you know, can you get away with a little bit larger, uh, a little bit larger presentation? Uh, Again, depending on the, the species that you're going for. Yes, I think that's definitely, uh, or at least starting, at least starting out anyway. You know. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. And you know, same thing with the jigging action. You know, uh, how are you know, say if you're jigging for walleyes, you know, uh, you need to vary your jigging action, not strictly always a lift drop. Or uh, you you have to work those systems a little bit. Uh, you have to be open minded and keep. You know, if you're marking fish, Kevin, you should be able to mm-hmm. catch those fish. Sure, you're going to have a tougher bite on certain uh, days and so forth. But if you really are into these fish. Uh, you need to really work that system. And I think so often we have a tendency to overlook one is color. You know, uh, here again, too, uh, you and I talked about color, I don't know how many times, yeah. but color is such a factor, in, even in jig heads, Kevin, mm-hmm. uh, in 
plastics, uh, in crankbaits for sure. Uh, these are all factors that we have to adjust accordingly. And I think so often, too, we, and I hear this uh, often last fall, well, we didn't, you know, fall is supposed to be such a good bite, and we did not do very well at all. So here again, it's, you know, it. We have to keep on searching, keep on looking. I was just out fishing for some of these big sunfish again, and it's just amazing how people stay in these one-spot locations. You know, maybe a certain depth, and they just stay there and stay there and stay there. Sure, they're going to catch fish, but, you know, and most of these fish people are fishing bobberses, which there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. but we've got to move. And I, I fished some uh, these sunfish in some location where I was the only boat. And so here again, and I was marking these fish, so here again, you've got to find your fish. I think that's so important with your electronics on every uh, outing. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it, it's, it's um, and that's, and that's even, you know, and I, I don't have a boat, so, I mean, I'm, I'm a, a shore guy, but even I know that, you know, if, you know, you, you've got to keep, you've got to be willing to move and you've got to be, you know, if, if you're, all you're catching are small ones, you gotta, you know, go find another spot. I mean, the the fish are there. Yeah, you well, just have right. to go and find them. <laughs> yes, yep, that's exactly right. And here too, you know, and we've got, you know, if you're out there fishing from shore or from a boat, doesn't really make any difference. Mm-hmm. If you're not catching them on one specific bait or lure, you've got to switch yeah. over. I, I think it's so important for us to do that. And I think so many times our patience runs out, and we want instant gratification. And if we don't catch fish in a couple hours. The boat goes on the trailer, or we walk away from the dock, or whatever, and just say, "Oh, they're not biting today." Yeah, exactly. And and uh, you know, it's like I know the fish are there, and and I just, you know, I just haven't, for me anyway, I just haven't figured out the right, you know, the right equation and and the right place for them, and and so I just need to, you know, rework the, rework the numbers, and and redo the, you know. Maybe rework the lure and and try something a little different, and because um, I know this time of year is 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 the time of year when I you know like you said uh, I I love catching those jumbo sunfish and and uh, those those large crappies, and this is the time of year that that we're we're getting into where um, I catch some of the 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 biggest panfish of the year, uh, and and that's to me just uh, nothing finer than. Than hauling in some uh, some of those those just slab sized sunfish and and, and crappies that uh, that's just a lot of fun. Yeah, it really is. And besides that, awfully good table fare. Oh yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, it a heck of a lot easier to clean uh, two or three good slab sized sunfish than uh, uh, a bunch of little small ones. That's for sure. So. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> But no, but it is a good time, and I think you sort of hit uh, a home run there when you said, you know, if you know the fish are there, you've got to keep on experimenting. And, you know, besides what that does, and besides uh, like us catching fish, it increases our knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It sort of forces us, if you will, to try something different. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and you know, and that's, and, and I think part of it is, is, is too, is, is with this time of year, um, and the fish being aggressive and the fish being, uh, you know, more, a, a bit more active, um, I, I think you can do a little bit more experimenting and a little bit, try some different things that um, they might be a little more willing to, to, you know, 
the fish might be a little bit more willing to to chow down on than uh, than at other times of the year. So uh, it might, you know, again, I, I think that yeah, like you said, the fall is the uh, uh, the best time of the year for for me anyway for uh, for fishing and uh, and again for trying new things as well. Yeah, and we have to keep on. I think that's some. Those are some key ingredients. Is you know we have to find uh, the fish number one. Uh, we got to keep on searching for these fish. Uh, you know, not all fish are doing the same thing at the same time, mm-hmm. and we have yeah. to keep on looking for these fish. We have to keep on trying different baits and different lures, uh, and you know, and even if if you're there's quite a bit of fishing uh, pressure in a spot, uh, the best of, um, ingredient is to uh, try watch what the anglers are using and do something totally different. Maybe they're. Um, uh, using a live bait rig with crawlers, maybe you want to use uh, something, to, you know, maybe a live bait with, with a, a leech or a larger blade on that uh, rig, uh, something that's a little bit different, not totally out of the norm. However, that can also be a big plus factor, but maybe going deeper, maybe going shallower, uh, maybe varying your retrieve or your trolling speed, step it up, slow it down. Uh, these are all factors. If you're casting, vary your retrieves. Um, many times I'll, when I'm casting crankbaits, especially, I'll take the rod uh, itself and just sort of swing it back and forth, if you will, so the, uh, you're, what you're really doing, you're changing the direction of that crankbait and the speed. You're sort of snapping it to the right, snapping it to the left. It's um, unbelievable how that attracts bats and also walleyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just and, and just those little variances that... that change that you know that lure up just the uh, the direction a little bit just a, a little variance that that can really trigger those fish sometimes trigger those active fish sometimes and, and really that's all you you need uh, at times to to just you know get those fish to 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 hit that lure and uh, it's it's amazing uh, just those little those little things that you you just maybe don't necessarily think about doing all the time uh, that 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 get those fish to 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 bite that lure. Well, that's right. You know, and that just brought something else I should mention that when I'm trolling Letcor, which is pretty popular on mm-hmm. the river system, is that uh, you know varying your speed. Of course, we've already talked yep. about that. But what I'll do is I'll take that Letcor. Uh, just ahead of the of the reel itself, Kevin, and pull right around quickly. Pull, you know, maybe a couple feet of lead core, and then let it snap back. And so that's again, we're changing that speed and that direction, and that can also be a very, very um, instant trigger of catching walleyes. Mm-hmm. Yep, just that little variance, just that little, uh, just that little change um, is enough to to give that fish pause, and yeah. Uh, I've seen that happen so many times. Just that little, uh, just that little variance uh, in 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 the retrieve, you know, is just enough to to uh, to get that fish to to take that lure, and that that makes it all worthwhile. Is just the, that little, and and it it seems to you know it it seems to work regardless. I think of, of species, uh, you know, it, whether it's bass or, or northerns or walleyes, what have you. Um, it, it's just those little those little things that uh, that'll often trigger those fish to, to to hit that lure. 
Oh, you're right. I do a lot of wacky worm fishing, as you know, mm-hmm. and for bass. And it's just amazing, Kevin, how, you, you, you know, we always think, well, there's only one way to fish a wacky worm. There is not. Uh, of course, you have to understand, with a, if, especially if you're fishing a weightless one, is that, you know, how deep is the water? What kind of wind conditions are? You know, we may not even have that wacky worm anywhere near close to that strike zone where those bass are located. And then, and then too, we got a lot of time to let it sink to that strike zone. And then very retrieved, not just only a lift drop, many times just dead sticking, um, sort of snapping it and letting it drop. There's so many various retrieves. And generally speaking, if uh, once you find that retrieve, you need to duplicate that. And it's not always just lift drop. Same thing with Texas rigging worms. It's not always just lift and drop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, Terry, I've got to take a quick break here, and uh, if you can hang on for a moment here, we'll uh, uh, be back in just a moment here. I'm going to take a, a short break and be back with my guest, Tackle Terry Tuma, here in just a moment as WKTY Outdoors continues in a few moments on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. It's 852. could start your day by scrolling the internet for 30 minutes trying to track down all the biggest stories in sports but you don't have to in fact i wouldn't recommend it go to wktysports.com and get signed up for the wkty morning sports blast thanks to feature sports bar in west salem get all the biggest stories in sports sent right to your email including some local stories from the wizm newsroom go to wktysports.com to get signed up today thanks to feature sports bar in west salem Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. (laughs) Those are his words. So he said roughly like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. (laughs) Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. There's the stuff you need and the stuff you didn't know you need until you see it. All that stuff's at Seven River Surplus. Yep, they've got a lot of stuff. Stuff you need, stuff your business needs. Tools, bolts, industrial production equipment, lighting, motors, and a lot more stuff. So much, there's over 15,000 square feet of it, and it's all bargain price. Get the stuff you need and all of that other stuff, too. Seven River Surplus, Southeast Minnesota's Man Store, quarter mile west of Tri-State Auto, Highway 16, Hoka. For a beautiful look that protects and stays clean, choose Dutch Boy Paint from Menards. Now all 11% off. Get quality products with smart technology like mildew-resistant coating, stain shield, and dirt-resistant paint and primer in the award-winning Dutch Boy Twist and Pour containers. Get 11% off everything, including the full line of Dutch Boy paints. Now at Menards. Good through August 21st. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. The Trek Cavalry to the rescue! When it's your home or your name on the project, you want the best materials. So go to the lumber company known for selling the best. Krat Lumber, Marvin Windows, Thermatrue Doors, Trex Decking. Don't settle. Call or go to kratlumber.com. Great selections and complete service start to finish. Quick, pick up the phone and dial 788-2600. Krat Lumber, LaCrosse's only full-service lumber company. Premium products, superior service since 1948.
WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thanks for joining me on the program this morning here with my uh, my guest, Tackle Terry Tuma. And uh, always appreciate Terry coming on here and uh, always have a great conversation with him and always learning new things about uh, about the world of fishing and fish and uh, and uh, just having a, another great conversation here this morning talking a little bit about uh, um and it's going to be talking about fall fishing, and we even snuck in a little uh, ice fishing uh, chat as uh, as well. And uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know this uh, again. This is uh, I, I think uh, Terry, you said it's uh, one of your favorite times of year, and like I said, it's one of my favorite times of year to uh, uh, get out, enjoy um, enjoy some great fishing, and and. Um, Boy, uh, you know, and it doesn't necessarily, and, and uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about, uh, you know, pan fishing, and it, it doesn't necessarily matter what species. Uh, they're all really, uh, they all tend to be really uh, aggressive, and uh, the, the bite, for the most part, uh, I, I think, uh, is, is pretty good to kind of across the board when it comes to, uh, to fall fishing. It really is, uh, Kevin. You know, part of it, as we mentioned, is, is the fishing pressure has subsided yeah. quite a little bit. Boating pressure is uh, also subsided. In fact, I just heard some comments yesterday and today where uh, people are pulling the boats off, uh, already storing oh. them, uh, partially due to low water levels, especially yeah. in our areas. And then, of course, you know, you got uh, uh, State Fair upcoming. you got the... Uh, um, uh, you know, high school sports starting, school mm-hmm. starting, so a lot, and then hunting right around the corner. So there's a lot going on right now. So we're going to see a, a you know quite a bit of uh, fishing pressure that's going to be reduced drastically. And then two, uh, you know, you got very abundant food sources. Uh, fish, generally speaking, are, are starting to move shallower, but not always the case. I think, especially with bass and walleyes, uh, they can be shallow, but they can also be extremely deep. And that's something we have to really keep an open mind as to exactly where those fish are at. Mm-hmm. And and uh, one thing I did kind of want to ask too, you talk about too, was that uh, you know uh, it, it you know the importance of of electronics this time of year is is uh, uh, just I don't I don't think you can you know understate that enough or uh, overstate that enough the importance of 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 having uh, having good electronics uh, you know in the in the boat there to, to find those fish and uh, and get on those fish. Well, you're right. You have to, you know. Uh, otherwise, you know what I tell people: uh, you're fishing dead water. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you uh, don't use your electronics or mark these fish, you know, as I mentioned, I've been fishing these big sunfish, and and I've been marking these fish. I did not anchor at all, and mm-hmm. most, I think, all of the boats were anchored. And what you're doing when you're anchoring, uh, you know, you're waiting for the fish to come to you, and these fish uh, were moving. And, you know, so therefore then uh, you've got to stay on those uh, fish. And that's a price to all species of fish. Mm-hmm. You've got to use your electronics. You know, and then, too, the other effect you know, is not only marking fish, but, you know, marking some of the structural areas, some of the weed edges. These are all factors in that electronic piece of equipment that we have on our boat. It's so important to understand it. It's so important to use it. And the day of just going out there and just, you know, running a lake and marking fish, uh, or trying to mark fish with your alarm system that uh, I don't think you hear much of people using anymore is is uh, there's a lot more to it than just that. Yeah. You know we've got you know uh, you know figure out where these fish should be, uh, watching the calendar periods, uh, you know, and what we're 
doing that. And Mother Nature tells us a lot of this information, where these fish should be at. Um, They may not be there exactly at that same time frame, but we're going to see a movement of these fish. Uh, Terry, i got to wrap things up here. uh, We're out of time, unfortunately, but... Uh, thanks again for uh, for the great conversation and the great information, and uh, we will do it again very, very soon. So uh, thank you again for uh, for everything. Well, thank you, Kevin. You have a wonderful day, and to all of our listeners, hey, we got some great weather. Let's go fishing. All right, sounds good. And thank you again for listening to WKTY Outdoors. We'll be back next Saturday with another show. So until then, be safe, be well, and we'll see you on the water. Have a good weekend. Western Wisconsin Sports KTY Lacrosse 96.7 FM 580 AM.